Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. You know, do I? People around here are getting crazier and crazier. What people? Well, tonight when we went out, there was those people over there by the college that just like run across the street in dark clothing. You can't even see them. And they're going to kill them one day. Yeah, what kind of idiot runs across a dark street wearing black? Yeah, it was upsetting, actually. Fucking dumbass. And then someone else did it. When we were coming back the other way. Nobody ever said college students were smart. Makes that way feel really unsafe. <laughs> and this was all right after you talked about how you didn't like to go the other way because it was dark and spooky. Yeah. Now I might have to go the other way to avoid the lunatics running across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. What a ridiculous thing. You know what else is ridiculous? Everything. You sent me that link today. Uh huh. About the the tell the people give me the give them the background. So I don't remember how long ago it was, but a police officer in Chilliwack, BC. This is in Canada, people. So calm yourselves. Um, pulled over a SUV, and then the dude was super twitchy. So the police officer let his dog sniff around the vehicle, and then the police officers. Story is that the dog alerted on one of the tires of the vehicle, and in that tire or in a wheel well, the officer found twenty-seven thousand fentanyl pills. And then the counter argument is that they went ahead and searched the car illegally, found the pills, and then made up a story to fit that because. The police officer had his dash cam on, but I don't know if you saw the if the pictures loaded in yours because they took like a hundred years to load when I was reading it. But the police officer is blocking the camera's view of the dog completely. Yeah, it's kind of you made a good point. That's where um, body cameras would have done the trick because they would have had footage from the officer's vantage point. Right. Right. So and if given... he could see the dog sitting, you should be able to see the dog sitting. And if you can't see the dog sitting. And I feel like it's okay. So. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like it's necessary for the sole reason of it would have. This case wasted the court's time. Yeah. There was nothing done about it. It just got thrown out. The 27,000 fentanyl pills will be destroyed either way. Like it was a waste of the court's time. And I feel like that's a waste of taxpayers' dollars. 
For sure. So if they had, maybe they could take those taxpayers' dollars and invest them in body cams for the officers because it would have made it a quick decision. Did the dog fucking sit or not? Yeah, because, because you know, what the judge said when he threw the whole thing out was essentially what I always feel. If if a single person, I think you have it in my phone here. Yeah, I sent it, the quote to you directly. It said, the judge said, there must be evidence. If no evidence, we need to assume the police overstepped and let the person go. Yes, guilty people will walk at times. No, this is what you said. Shut up. <laughs> it's going to say, just, no, just, I don't just think. Just chop all that right out. Those sound like my words. Yeah. The judge actually said, if we're serious about protecting rights and freedoms, that means that we need to exercise control over police state actions, which means in this case, when there is a breach of a right, then the only reasonable remedy is to exclude the evidence found as a result of that breach. And so the judge bought the argument that the dog didn't actually sit. Or at least believed it was a strong enough possibility. Well, okay. It reminds me of how, like, in every sport in the United States, when they do, like, um, tape replay uh-huh. to make a decision, they always say that in order to overturn the decision of what happened on the field, it has to be conclusive. So if you look at something and you're kind of like, oh, well, you know what? The dog could be sitting or might not be sitting. I, I can't really tell. Well, then you're supposed to go with the ruling in the street, which was the dog sat. See? So I guess the discussion we were having about it was that <clears throat> like whether the whether the police officer was in the wrong or the dude in the SUV was in the wrong. What the judge did is very interesting, and I don't believe it would happen here. Nope. In the same situation at all. Nope. Not even close. And I think that's really impressive. And I think it follows a little bit with what you said before, that you think Canadians are a little bit more on the libertarian side Uh of the spectrum. And and you know what's interesting? With freedom-wise, anyway. I completely agree with where he was coming from. I'm not so sure I agree with his decision. Right. But I, I completely agree with where he came from. Like, okay... I tell Mitchell this all the time and he agrees with me. Like when they're doing these proofs, I said, unless something says solve it in under seven steps, seven steps or less. And you, and your solution is a nine step solution. As long as you solve it within seven steps or less, and it's actually a solution, you're good. You don't need to make it in two steps. Maybe there is a two step solution, but who cares? Right. Right. And I told him, you know, it, ha- it comes down to how ha- that the, it comes down to the answer. It doesn't matter how you got there. So, you know, if, if... Unless you're taking Common Core. If someone comes to... Yeah. If someone comes to you with a piece of software as an idea and you say, well, okay, well, how about we use Angular JS for that? Or, you know what? I think we should just do a pure PHP application. Well, who cares? If in the end it does all the things that I want it to do, do you think I care what's under the engine? Not even Hell a little bit. no. I don't care. And it's it's all about the end result. And that's what I was explaining to him, you know, like you can't you can't fault people like for how they practice. You can't fault people for their approach to problem solving. Because if ultimately they come to the same conclusion as you did and you feel you're right, well then And proofs are the perfect example. Because there's thirty different ways to solve most of them. Yeah. The best answer is obviously the one in the fewest steps. Right. But they're all still an answer. But I remember being annoyed by that when I was studying proofs. 
that there would be the solution they told you to take, and therefore that's the one you had to use, and you get marks off even though you got to the right answer. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. One of the things about, you know, you made a joke about Common Core, but one of the things about Common Core that makes sense, but they overemphasize it, is that the they make it so that the pathway you take matters. Right. I don't think the pathway should matter. It, you know, if, it, like I said, if I want to, if I want to, you know, make, if I want to mix, for instance, if you're going to make a, a color out of, th- out of three different paint colors and you're uh-huh. going to make a color out of it, well, ultimately it doesn't matter what order I mix it in. Let's say I'm supposed to do two of the first color, four of the second color, and three of the third color. Well, if I put two of the first color and three of the third color, and then I put the four of the second color, I'm still coming out with the same exact color as if I did it in order, A, B, C. Do you know where it does matter? When you're baking or when you're doing science-y things? Well, sure, because that's a living, breathing, step-by-step formula. Right, it's just really interesting that sometimes it doesn't matter, and sometimes it does. Just like with what we're talking about, where sometimes the process matters and sometimes it doesn't. Well, and I think in matters of sauciness, I'm going to put it that way, um, that it that the st- <laughs> that the order doesn't matter because think about it. If if I can mix the paints in any order that I want and still come out with the same color paint, well, I can take I can take soy sauce, lemon juice, and mozzarella sauce and mix them all together and come out with the exact same flavor and come out with the exact same, not mozzarella sauce, uh, marinara sauce. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think that should be the name of the episode, mozzarella sauce. Um, Anyway, if if I can uh, put them in any order and come out with the same tasting sauce, well, then sauces are exempt from the need to be in an order. So sauciness is a is a determining factor. You know what does need to be in the order? This dog. Yeah, the dog's he weird. He knows what time it is, so he begs for dinner. That might be because he's hungry. But he went for a walk right before dinner. But now he's harassing us because he wants to go for a walk again because he just ate dinner, and that's what his step is. Yeah, there's like an order, but guess what lunatics trained him that? You. Ow, us. He bit me. Us. Huh. Huh, Yogi, it's our fault, huh, buddy? Huh, who's a good buddy? Anyway, I just think it's interesting how difficult it is to not fall into your... Like, to be able to set aside the unimportant aspects of an argument and just let it go and concede it. It makes things um, kind of, I don't know, more black and white when you can be 100% honest about an answer to something. Right. So you know who would probably like this news story? The libertarians. Well, yeah, because they're going to say it was an illegal search and seizure. Right. And that justice was done because he got he got let go. Or that at least it's possible that it was an illegal search and seizure. But gee, why don't they just change the law? I think they should change the law. Want to see the trick that I have up my sleeve? Sure. You change the law so that if something like this happens, he's required to take back his drugs that he was hiding. It's required to take it back. Only now you have a tracking device that you've inserted in the box. And so you immediately, as he leaves the police department, arrest him. 
Well, I think that I think that they're the people who are defending the. I don't know what he's doing, but it's making me laugh. <laughs> the dog rolling around in my lap, biting my foot, is ridiculous. Anyway, anyway, I think with the people who are fighting, I can't. I can't take it. Yogi, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? This is your podcast network and you're ruining the show. Anyway. So <laughs> your mama needs to focus. Focus. <laughs> well, if you stop giggling, you should see his focus. face. Anyway. Um, I think what the people who were arguing against the police officer were trying to argue is that the police officer planted it there. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. What they're trying to say is that you know, regardless, he either planted it there. That's one thing that they could, you know, I say is unreasonable because my thing about that is that's a crap in order of to, pills. Let's well, in order, where did he but put them it, on But in body? order to say that he planted them there, you have to ask yourself, why would he plant them on that person? Did he just like randomly select somebody and decide this guy's getting fucked in the ass today? I'm going to just stick Pretty it up his ass. No, I agree with you. I mean, unreasonable. that's ridiculous. Now, if you want to say... He had a strong suspicion but couldn't prove that the guy had drugs because the dog didn't react. So he made it look like the dog reacted because he had a strong suspicion that they were right there in that tire. And then he searched and found it and made up the whole story. Yeah, that, that's more believable. You could argue that with me. And I'd have to go, hmm, need to think this one through. I wouldn't just dismiss that. Right. Wouldn't. You know... But the whole, but the whole, he picked someone at random just to screw right. them over. Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't buy that at all, at all. And here, what they would do is they would make it so that things were hidden, so that nobody could ever figure out that the dog was sat questionably. And, and someone would edit the damn tape. They would make sure they got to prosecute that person because they had twenty-seven thousand fentanyl pills. Yep. And it's just really, it's just really interesting. And really. You know, that's the interesting aspect. Is it just for that person to pay their their penance? Of course it's just. But the circumstances within which they were captured and pulled into the netting in the first place were unjust. And right. that's why they need to walk. Right. Because one came before the other. Well, and it's... I don't know. I feel like the judge is holding the officer accountable for not following procedure. Bingo. And I think that that's a good thing. In a shitty scenario, but a good thing. Well, but it's what we always talk about. It's doing the right thing regardless of what the outcome is. Anyway, well, I, I had one more sentence and I like got distracted by the cat. Um, I feel like when the other side of law enforcement, like the courts and everything, won't hold the police officers accountable as well, it creates a sketchy society with people d- not trusting the police at all because they don't trust that anybody's going to hold these people accountable. But I feel like when there's a something holding police officers accountable, even you would be less concerned about them having ultimate power. Less. I didn't well, say not. I-, I guess get worried because, I mean, with experiences that I've personally had, I I just worry about the abuses of power that can go on if they aren't kept in check. And that's why I said, you know what? I may not agree with the ultimate outcome that the judge came with, 
Right. But his approach is perfect in my eyes. So I want to kind of um, promote March the 4th. There's going to be a Liberty Revealed episode coming out. And George Reese, the secretary of the Orange County Libertarian Party. Hey, I know that dude. Is going to be on the show. And we talked business principles and political parties. It It was a good time. We had a good time. So if you're even remotely political, that's at Liberty Revealed's great show um, to get into. And sometimes it's solo, sometimes it's with other people. The last couple have been with people. I even I, I've got a guy coming on the show who um, or who knows, I'm not sure how this is gonna fit in the schedule, but he may have already been on the show, but he's running for a state assembly in the state of New York. He's a Republican, and apparently he's a millennial. Oh, sweet hell. So I got to do a little reading up on him tomorrow because he will be on show the day after. So two days from today. Um. Then when you're done listening to Liberty Revealed, you should go check out Dachshunds and Friends because they're awesome and they have super cute dogs always up for adoption, including Butterbean, the teeny tiny little puppy that we're getting from Mexico, and Stubby the most adorable little tiny dachshund mix thing that I've ever seen. Stubby fits him. He's got teeny tiny little legs. Dachshundsandfriends.org. I can't, I'm not even going to try to spell dachshunds for you right now because without the help of spell checker, I screw it up. S-H-U-N-D-S. Enjoy. Andfriends.org. And the animals are right there. They're right there for you to look so at. So cute. And, you know, like our episode about um, how we turned into a zoo, you know, it's it's hard to say no to these animals that are in need. So it really is. They can use, you know, small donations. And, guys, that's the thing about donations that people don't realize. Yeah, it's super nice as the recipient of the donation, to get that notification, oh, you got a $1,000 donation. You know, that's super nice. But quite honestly, a couple hundred $5 donations adds up to more money. Right. So if you love wiener dogs or you just think that when I talk about wiener dogs, it's super dang funny, do that. Head over to dachshundsandfriends.org. Send them a couple dollars. Do the thing. And thanks we to those of you, you guys on Instagram who voted in my poll. Crap, Should there it. be a Toria-only focused episode, yes no or no? And 60% of you voted, yes, there should be a Toria-only focused episode. Okay. So I'm going to immediately begin writing 150 questions for Toria, and she's going to have to look through them and approve at least 20 of them. I can't decide if I'm more offended that 60% of people voted against something that I wanted or if I'm more offended by the 40% of people who just don't give a shit anything about me. I don't know which is more annoying. Well, I don't think either are annoying, but I can't decide which is more offensive. You know what, though? They both kind of punched I me thought it was titties. cool. I thought it was cool that people responded, though. Whole I really five. thought it was cool. Whole five. I, I thought it was cool. I watched it. 
A plus, guys. I thought it was cool. 10%. So I hope they're listening to the show because, hey, this is a fun <laughs> show. Excuse me, sir. This is a fun show, and it uh, it depends on listeners listening in and giving feedback and letting us know what you think. So, so to vote in our future Instagram polls, you can check us out on Instagram at yogis underscore podcast underscore network. I post some really sassy things. I complain about a lot of shit. So does that guy over there. And we post funny polls in our stories and give listeners input on what we should talk about. So... And lastly, this show itself is sponsored by two sponsors, the Elite Podcast Agency at ElitePodcastAgency.com and Squadcast.fm at EliteSquadcast.com. Those are our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Give them some love. And with that... I suppose good night, everyone. Astella, bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production. <laughs>